last time on Reading My Writings. Marty was fast asleep in his room, but he was having the strangest dream. Two terrifying ETs were chasing him through the house. A blue spiral of light flashed, and then he saw him. The polygamist ET lord, what? Kevin Sullivan himself. Save your excuses! Kevin snarled. Then he squished the two ETs together. I heard Sadie ditched you for me. Face it, Ignoramus. She hates you. <sighs> you lie! Marty cried, tears falling down his face. She loves me for who I am! Then Kevin gasped as a huge slash appeared on his right hand, and one appeared on Marty's left. Then, Kevin and Tink turned to a pile of gray dust. What? Marty is going to discover he has some sort of power. I don't okay. know what it's going to be. The girl will continue not to be a character. Oh my gosh. You're so brutal. <laughs> uh, She's a character. She helps with math. Should we? <laughs> Each what? Oh, just start. Just start. Yeah. No, but I'm asking. Should we do that? Yeah, go for that. I like it. I like it. You like it every time and getting worse each time. Yeah. <laughs> By the end, it'll just be. Uh, uh, yeah. We'll be distraught. That's my hope. Um. Anyway, you. For those listening, you probably don't know what you're listening to because I haven't said it yet. Welcome to the Reading My Writings podcast, where we explore the imagination of a younger me. Uh, my name is McKay Nielsen. And I'm Jordan Hansen. Welcome back um, to the next episode, um, this being part three of our special series, Kevin, the Polygamist E.T. Lord. Yeah, it's getting weirder and weirder by the chapter, honestly. It's, it's getting weirder and weirder? I mean, in my opinion, yeah. I, I mean, honestly there's been two chapters, so if it's already gone weirder than the first... Then yes, yeah, that's truthful. It has gone weirder than the first, yes. Shoot. So let's 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 see if uh, season three or pff, season three um, chapter three um, can continue that trend. Better live up to the hype. I'm really invested. Oh, good. I'm glad you are. Cause I got I got theories. I got got facts. Got lore. Ooh, I don't know how you have facts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, the other ones make sense. The facts to confirm my theories or to back up my theories, like the fact that. Uh, more marty 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 miller is the main character yeah that marty is having these kind of premonitions okay um i think that's probably part of his power mm -hmm. um and when you say his power you're you're saying you're saying that in response to when kevin the polygamist dt lord himself man of no mercy the demon peter pan um said to his et minions that he had power Correct. Or that, that he was powerful. Correct. I, there is something about Marty that makes him scary to Kevin, and mm -hmm, I think a threat. that might be part of it. Okay, that's a pretty good theory. Let us know if you guys have any. Um, let's just get right into it and see what continues in this wacky story that I started when I was 12. Um, some exciting news, I hope, is this will be the end of 
what I wrote when I was 12. So somewhere in this chapter, and I will specify, um, is when I, this is where I left off. Mm, so if we see some sort of like increase in quality or maybe decrease, I'm <laughs> I'm not like leaving that uh, dis- decision. I'm leaving that in the very capable hands of our audience to decide. Uh, uh, but when we notice some sort of change, we'll know. Hey, this is this is current McKay. Yeah, and filling I mean, in. Jeez, that that's a scary thought. I didn't even entertain that idea that it could get worse. But yeah, let's get into it. Uh, There's see. always room for it to get worse. Yeah, without. Any more jibber-jabber, let us uh, get into chapter three, Kevin's Eternal Hunger, The Kidnapping of Sadie. That's long. Let's do it. So yeah, it's called Kevin's Eternal Hunger, dash, The Kidnapping of Sadie. And so I'll I'll let you know from here on out, the chapter titles are going to be very much formatted like that. Like a freaking Naruto episode. No, and I was going to say it's kind of like a Fall Out Boy lyric or title. Like, oh, don't really. compare me to Fall Out Boy. Hey, Fall Out Boy's amazing. No, stop. You take that back. You take that anger no, back. No, I'm just... I, you can think that. I just... I don't want to be compared to them. No, it's not a Fall Out Boy title, song title. Fine, it's a Naruto title. Like an episode title like... Kevin's Eternal Hunger! The Kidnapping of Sadie! Yeah, okay, I, I can see that. There you go, that's what I was going for. So, let's start. <clears throat> beep! 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 Starting out with swears? No, it's, it's supposed to be a machine. Oh. But with all the swearing that does happen from Kevin, like, yeah, I can see why you think that. Marty finally opened his eyes and found himself in a small hospital room filled with many tools. Marty looked down at his left hand, where the deep cut Kevin had given him was. It was now covered in a thick, but small layer of gauze. Small. Oh, is it just like a? <laughs> How could it be both? <laughs> is it just like a lifesaver type thing, like a full-on tube? What? Do you know what gauze is, honey? Yeah, but it's thick but small. So I'm trying to imagine like a really thick but tiny surface area. Gauze, the thing that wraps around. Or, ra- or no, that's not the thing that wraps around. See, I don't. Even I'm confused. Current McKay. So is gauze the stuff? That's like they fold into a square and put out the wound, or is it the stuff they wrap around? I feel now like I maybe it's both. It could be both. It could be both. Write us in. Tell us at @readwritepod on Twitter. Marty's hand throbbed in pain. Just then, a nurse walked in. Marty's parents following behind her. His mom and dad were crying, not like "wah," but a crying that involves no noise. I have a theory, or I have a prediction. Okay. No one's going to even mention the fact that there are two dead corpses or like bodies, like the two babysitters. And everyone's just going to be like, oh, no, I, I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> That's my prediction. You can. Uh, well, we'll see. His mom bit her lip as her eyes opened wide. Marty looked at the trash can. Inside were gallons of blood covered gauze. Marty screamed. His reflexes were not accurate at all. <laughs> yeah, what is th- he referring to? So he he saw his mom and dad walk in. Right. This is terribly written. That's why I'm explaining it. No, thank you. And this is still young McKay's writing. So his mom and dad walk in. They're crying. They're followed by the nurse. His, he notices his mom, his mom's eyes open wide. And he, he like turns to where she is looking. 
and there's a trash can full of his bloody bandages and gauze. I, I love the word gauze for some reason, I, and I, I love it so much I don't even know what it is. It seems like something that uh, the used would have in a lyric, because they like having that kind of bloody gore-type lyric. <laughs> the, the wound and how it doesn't heal. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say go as far as gore, but no, I know what you're saying. The 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 edgy, violent, the imagery, right? But yeah, also, I, I, I would question whether the hospital would just leave that in the room for the patient to see. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think they would have disposed of that outside I mean, that's, of you. That seems like it would be something that would be like in the like surgery or ER room. Like... They wouldn't, yeah, that yeah, wouldn't that's be true too, in like, the... where he's patched up and then he's returned to here. Yeah, this is like a his room, like his hospital room. You wouldn't have that yeah. there. And I know, I've been in a lot of hospital rooms. But, yeah, yeah. I just, I think that you, to, you'd want to avoid the patient getting distraught. And yeah, also his reflexes were not accurate at all. We'll see if that comes into play at all. His reflexes weren't accurate. What was his reflex? His reflex to... I don't know. I think it, it was just, it was meant to be... A frightening experience that kind of patterns itself off of my experience when I woke up from my carpet accident. But I still don't understand what his reflex was. No, it's... Is that word supposed to be a different word? It's. I don't know if it's supposed to be, but it it's, is what it is. What has happened to me? I'm so scared. Marty thought, gripping his sheets. Then his vision got fuzzy, and he couldn't hear what the nurse or his parents were saying. Uh, I'm glad my parents are okay, though. Marty thought as he drifted into unconsciousness. So yeah, you, I mean, you're very right. I didn't want to touch on the the big whopping can of worms that two dead human corpses and several dead E.T. corpses would present for the series. Oh yeah, because he did kill like two more E.T.s, didn't he? That brings the our two e- E.T.s get squished together in his house if we if this was a visual medium you see like a et death counter appear on screen it'd be like <laughs> et death four question uh, let's see so one dies a second dies and then there's the two so there's four dead now all right keep it keep that count that'll be in four, the uh, there are four dead ets after all this is over we'll play a trivia game to see uh, how much you know and how much you remember yeah we'll definitely have to have like a bonus episode on the, just the et lore of kevin the polygamist et lord oh i'd love that give me that lord lore <laughs> um so with that we are we have now entered um uh, mckay present day mckay's writing just so you know wow uh past mckay didn't get far at all did he <laughs> not really but like i said instead of ju- it's not like i'm just making this as wacky as possible this is based off of this i have this notebook here or not notebook but a folder McKay is currently holding a Spider-Man 3 uh, folder with E.T. written on his face. It is uh, The name E.T. is taped on the folder, and it has notes of, like, E.T. names, lots of other stuff that'll appear in the series. So I tried, first and foremost, to use this as my basis going forward to keep as true to what would have been the original had I finished it as a 12-year-old, just to get that out of the way. So one day later... From the hospital thing. Marty was finally released from the hospital. The hospital had replaced the blood he lost and said that he was okay to leave. After one day? Yeah, it was just his, uh, let's see. He got thrown into a wall. 
He got stabbed, I'm pretty sure. He got stabbed by little uh, Tinkerbell claws. That's true. But once once you've, you know... That is no, not a one it day. It doesn't add up? No, mm-hmm. it's a multiple day. Were you just a one day visit? No, I wasn't. I thought but, it was based on you. I know, but I didn't want... Timeline-wise, I wanted it to just be one day. All right. Because so, for, for what's happening this chapter. So we're living in a fantasy world, is what you're saying. Were the ETs not evidence <laughs> enough for that? No, that's true, that's true. Was the polygamist ET lord? Hey, those exist in real life. I've seen one. I've seen one in passing. And also, just to clarify, if if you don't think the writing is mountains like better, it's because I wasn't um, trying to make it a McKay... I have to be careful how I approach this. I wanted to make it good, but I didn't want to get too caught up in how much words I'm writing and how descriptive and how in-depth to every single thing I went. So it's not going to be how I'd write something now, but it was... I, I definitely took effort and time. So, like, if you wrote something too good, you're like, no, 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 no. Let's make this worse. <laughs> sort of, but it was more just like, let me just... Because you know how, like, this happened, this happened. Like, it, it's just... Yeah, it's that's... meant to be a quicker read... Not getting hung up on, you know what I mean? But we'll see if that uh, helps me or hurts me in the long run. The police had come to ask questions, but Marty didn't know what to say, other than the truth. His sworn rival had intruded his home, along with his hired E.T. minions, and together they had wreaked havoc and tried to kill him in the process. They were skeptical, (laughs) but even they couldn't question the weird green ooze and dismembered brown flesh. There was certainly something strange about it, they said. But they ended up hiring people to clean it all up and then leaving. So wait, there's nothing more they could do, they said. Wait, so were the E.T. corpses there but not the human corpses? <laughs> no, I, the human corpses. No, were... no, it doesn't have to be a plot hole. We can explain this away. Because uh, we've already established that Kevin does eat human. For snack. Okay, but this could have been a meal. For susten- a meal. But he poofed into dust. He could have came back. I'm trying to explain no. some plot holes. <laughs> I... It was more... I I knew the, the dead babysitters were something that needed addressing, but, like, I didn't... Like, it was too boring to address, in my opinion. It would raise maybe too many questions. Exactly. Too many questions, and it's not... The series isn't about the mystery of police and the... It isn't it, about facts or <laughs> cohesion it's about the feeling <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> so with an aching and bandaged left hand marty returned to school the next day it was pretty boring like usual but there was something seriously wrong marty glanced at the desk beside him in the back of the class it was empty sadie's desk was empty and she didn't show up for the whole first part of the day then it was recess. Question. Uh-huh. Kevin goes to the school, right? Mm-hmm. Where, in, th- in theory, he goes to school with them. Is he? Where, where is he? <laughs> he poofed into dust, Jordan. <laughs> I No, I know this. So where was he before this? Uh, I think the assumption, or what I was going for, is he attended the same grade, but a different teacher. A different grade. Or a different block. Or whatever it's called. Track. Track? Okay. 
When I was when I went to elementary school, it was A track, B track, C track, D track. Oh, you had one of those. Yeah. So there'd only be certain ones going at a time, and someone would be quote unquote off track. So for all we know, I mean, I say for all we know, but what I really mean is McKay didn't want to bother explaining it. <laughs> um, Why is this murderer in our school? But also, are police gonna believe that a twelve year old did this? Or, sorry, he seems really nefarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Marty went to the swings. So it's recess. Marty went to the swings and began swinging. Usually he and Sadie would swing side by side as friends on the same swing set. But sometimes, whenever he and Sadie started swinging at the same speed and same ups and downs, Marty would blush. Why? <laughs> because some kids said that if you swing like that, at the same time as someone, it meant that you would get married. Oh, I've actually heard that. I remember that. Like you get, become in sync, like you start going and then you start synchronizing. Yeah, I remember that and being a thing. So, yeah, and I, I specifically would enjoy this activity, like with my, a girl crush or two. Mm. Like they'd be down the swing set and I'd try to synchronize my swing with them. Oh, you'd try to get married to people. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> You're trying to marry yourself off. All right, all right. Yeah, that's the better word. Not, I'm not trying to marry, <laughs> get married. I was trying. I was trying to get. It was just that cute, naive kid energy of, you know, McKay's a player. Marty didn't know if it was true, but it was fun to think about. But today, he swung alone. Oh my gosh! I can imagine this cinematically being like. Like, a one is the loneliest number. <laughs> a flashback? Kind of, yeah. Like, it'd, it'd be really cool cinematically to, like, see, like, it's, like, them swinging, and then it, like, flashes, and it's him alone, actually. Oh, yeah. So he swung alone, at least until his weird friend Jason showed up. Oop, new character alert. Or is he the bully? He was the bully. Uh, old character alert. Character being named coming back alert. Yeah. There you go. Marty. I heard you killed your babysitters. What? <laughs> Jason snorted, wrinkling his freckled nose. No subtlety. Right to the point. No, Marty grumbled. They were killed, but I didn't do it. Jason's eyes narrowed. Oh, right. It was the ETs, right? You have problems, my friend. Marty continued to swing. He was getting higher and higher now, and his speed was getting faster. He didn't know why he hung out with Jason. Jason was funny. Sometimes. Oh no. But usually, he just gave Marty skin burns, or threw Marty's favorite comics down the stairs. I can, I can, I am now <laughs> understanding what Jason is supposed to be. What he represents? Yeah, McKay's bad friends growing up. Quote unquote friends, they weren't really his friends. Uh... And this one was a specific friend, and it was actually what he was named... Before I did all the name changes, he was the one who, like, noogied him in the in the original, like, before a name changed. So, I'm... Honestly, all I'm doing is continuing it, but with a different name. And I'm, I'm, I'm having it go in a different direction, where it's not quite as real. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm changing it up, so it's not just word-for-word word McKay's sad life. I know. I mean, but as much as we'd love to, like, know more about McKay's sad life, we love McKay's sad life, but we love how happy it is right now. 
Exactly. It's very happy. Yes. But this is Marty's life. Right. But Marty no, is I'm not glad, okay. I'm glad, I'm glad you recognize what it represents. Yeah, Marty needs better friends. Yeah, this friend of mine, back to McKay, at one point he took my manga, my One Piece manga, and he threw it from like my balcony in my house. Uh-huh. And like it, they got damaged. He was like throwing them because what? he knew it upset me. The original ones? Yes. Oh my gosh. And other friends did crap like that too. But anyway. Hey, if you're out there and your friends do like stuff like that, like they aren't friends. Get new or friends. The, yeah. Or if those ex-friends are listening, shame on you. Shame. Shame. Shamedy shame. So yeah, throwing skin burns or throwing Marty's favorite comics down the stairs. Marty really didn't like when he did those things. By the way, dork, did you hear what happened to Sadie last night? Marty's eyes widened and his injured hand began to sting. What are you talking about? She's just not here today or something. Probably sick. Jason shook his head no in a taunting way, like a dinosaur that just ate the last tree star. Stop. <laughs> Why? That's such a forced tie-in. Oh my gosh. I thought that'd be cute. That's pretty cute. Why is but, he so smug about this, though? What? Because he gets... Like the ex-friends, he gets off on seeing this person uncomfortable. There's a level of power. I don't know. Why but, do bullies like, do that? No, I don't know. Okay, yes. That no, is you're true. Right. The, this is more serious. So, like, she <laughs> literally got kidnapped, I'm assuming. And also his babysitters were murdered. Yeah, this guy's so insensitive. Who is he? Jason. Jason Douglas. Yeah. Yeah. And also, the the don't, t- don't look into that. Those initials aren't going to line up with an actual person. So don't even try it. Nope. Turns out she got kidnapped last night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I saw the police cars over at her house. That's what my parents told me. What? Marty gasped, his swinging slowing a bit, but remained powerful. You're lying! Nope, it's true. You can ask the grown-ups. They all know by now. Oh my gosh! Marty exclaimed, getting ready to jump from his swinging swing. I've got to do something. I have to save her. I think this uh, is further evidence of the fact that Sadie and Marty don't really have a friendship or a relationship. That like, well, that she, that Jason found out about all this. Like they wouldn't, the police haven't immediately like questioned Marty. Like he's 12. What would they question him about? Like when was the last time you saw Sadie or anything like that? Like he's not close enough that like his parents could recognize like, oh yeah, her friend Marty. I was just trying to think. (laughs) Yeah. No, there's some truth to that, but I was trying to think of like, how knowledgeable was I when I was 12? Like, did I know what my friends were up to outside of them going home? No, I'm just thinking from a story perspective. The police would question, like, the closest friends to, like, have you seen Sadie? Like, Yeah, I guess, like, did you play hide and seek? He is 12. I have, look, 12 has been a long time away from me. I don't know. I'm just saying Marty and Sadie aren't friends. (laughs) Okay, fine. (laughs) Well, there's obviously some disconnect because he thinks they're in love. Yeah, I know. I'm saying it's very interesting. there's a rivalry. Yeah. I think Sadie, like, has nothing to do with any of this. Like, she doesn't want to meet either of their friends. Like, she's just like, leave me alone. Yeah, you're probably right. So he said, I've got to do something. I have to save her. Jason stood in front of Marty and blew a raspberry. 
<laughs> Why? Because she's your girlfriend? Marty growled. He had had enough of Jason. With one last powerful swing backward, he jumped from the swing and sent Jason flying down the playground with a double-footed kick. Gosh. The playground pebbles flew as Jason skidded clear down to the twirly slide. Get it! Then finally he came to a stop. Jason groaned, then began to cry. No, because she's my friend! Aww. Marty hissed, his hands, his hands into fists. Something that you're not! Yeah. <laughs> That's a cool moment. Why are you scoffing? Well, Jason never can... That's not an insult to Jason at all. Jason doesn't consider himself a friend of Sadie. No, it's saying you're not a friend to me. Uh, what? You... <laughs> <laughs> no, look. The... Why? Because she's your girlfriend? No, no because, because she's, she's my, my friend. friend. Something, Something that, that you're, you're not. not. Oh, okay. The... Yeah, that's what I meant. Like... Jay, so what it's supposed to be is it's a moment where Marty's realizing, you know what? You're not my friend. You're nothing but rude to me. Screw you. Here's a roundhouse kick to the tummy. Or not roundhouse kick. I don't know. But a big one. Yeah. A big swing kick. Gum, I thought it was a cool moment. Gum gum stamp? <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'm not leaving, leaving Jason to cry in the rocks. Marty ran down the playground and oh my back gosh. into the school. But you saying rocks are just like... That's such a vivid, those little tiny pebble things that were on, like, every playground. Oh, my goodness. Exactly. That's Why did I... they pick that? Those are cool. It's so... better than Bark. Screw Bark. Yeah, Bark was awful. Like, Bark gets you... You could do more with... Barks give you slivers. With pebbles, you can actually, like, you can pile them up. You can little... What? You can make little rock piles. <laughs> You know what? Wait, you wait, try wait, having no you... friends and doing activities with yourself at recess, okay? Oh, honey, I'm so sorry. I Why do just... you think that's funny? Because <laughs> did you not play with rocks? <laughs> this is also coming from a kid who had a, a girl bully him and put these said same pebbles in my pants. Oh, honey, I'm so sorry. It's fine. It's Your fine. Your life sucks. But I just... No, it did I'm, the rocks but, are just there. I don't... No you one, didn't play with them? No, they're just for... You played with the playground equipment? Yeah. I mean, I did that too. Like, you'd hang up, sit down from the monkey bars, but you didn't... You're telling me not once did you ever play with those pebbles? You never, like, pushed them down the slide and watched them go, Wee! <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> no, I didn't play with the rocks! That's why they're ten times better than the bark. You can't play with bark. Bark no, is just a nuisance. It gets really, in your shoes. At least with rocks, there's some fun. You really got me there. Yep. And dirt, they don't even go to go there. Dirt is just the messiest of the three. I would say dirt's closer to something you could Turf. play with. Turf. Ooh. Turf is fun. What? Turf gets warm. Oh, the you're going to have to elaborate. What you is know those black, got? those black, like, tiny, minuscule little things? No, I know what you're talking about, but turf gets warm is not an explanation of why turf is better. What did you well, do? Well, it's better than bark. What did you do it's with turf? It's a toss-up with the pebbles. What did you do with turf, honey? How did you Piles. play with turf? Piles. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, you can only do so much with all of the materials. But you can't do bark piles, really. Why did you keep making piles? It was fun. <laughs> Look, when you have, when you have a, 
you have a imagination and a whole lot of time, the world's your oyster. <sighs> you're right. You're right. I'm really. Oh, I love my creative bed. <laughs> I didn't know this. This is like Santa all over again, sort of. Just like the very different worlds, <laughs> mm-hmm. very different experiences. Okay, so ellipsis. Marty barged into the classroom and ruffled through his desk drawer. He pulled out a thick folder filled with papers and set it on his desk. Recess didn't end for another ten minutes, so he had time to do some research. The E.T. folder, Marty (laughs) thought. (laughs) Go ahead. He just keeps it. It's it's that? The E.T. folder. You've written the folder that was previously mentioned into the story? Well, I wrote that the E.T.'s were haunting him and out to kill him based on a weird rivalry. No, you're right, you're right. I thought it'd be to the spirit of what young McKay would want. You're not wrong. I'm I'm not saying you're wrong. It's it's interesting. So the ET folder. Marty thought, grinning as he looked at his Spider-Man 3 themed folder. Eagerly, he opened it and began looking through the various pieces of lined paper, scratch paper, anything he could get his hands on. He had jotted it all down in here, and now he realized its importance. The pages were filled with details and secrets about Kevin and his horde of E.T. followers at his command. Wait. For many nights. No, wait. <laughs> Jordan, I think you're going to get your answer. Go ahead, what? Is is he reading his own story? No, not his own story. His E.T. folder of E.T. It just explained what's in the folder. Okay. It's what? not the same stuff that's in my folder. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is. You just described what we've just read. Yeah, except in this world, the E.T.'s and Kevin are real. Dude, this is like the most meta thing. So he is, but has he not just found what you have been reading to me? Has he not found like someone describing what you have described to me? Sort of. It's it's homage. <laughs> it's homage. I have an E.T. folder that's Spider-Man 3 themed. Marty has a Spider-Man 3 3. You're Spider-Man really- 3 3. Th- Famed folder. You're really blurring the line of reality here. I don't think I am. I think I'm I'm being quite kind to the young creative. Alright, alright. No, you're it's it's very it needs explanation and the fact that it needs explanation and backstory can pose problems. Is that what you mean? Or yeah. you just I've just, it's weird, right? I'm just I'm questioning my own reality of Am I in Marty's world? Is this all just one world? Is Marty going to grow up to make a podcast about his writings? We'll have to see. There's, <laughs> there's 11 more, ten more there's chapters. 10 more chapters after this. Okay, all right, all right. But listen to this. This, this is cool. It's all, it's, I think it all comes together. For many nights, Marty had had nightmares about Kevin and the scary ETs. But after the latest dream, the night of the incident, he knew they weren't just dreams. Now Marty had seen ETs for himself. Not only that, but he saw them and Kevin in action. But there was one specific detail in particular that struck him as familiar. Marty riffled through a few more papers until at last he found it. Yes! He celebrated, holding the somewhat crumpled paper in the air. Marty passed his finger over the words, looking for the right spot. Aha! Blue lights! Marty grinned, his eyes spotting the drawing. So they are make-believe. They aren't just dreams like Jason said. These dreams are real. They're true. 
The teleportation watches prove it! Marty thought back to that terrible night, and how Kevin had magically appeared inside his house. There had been blue lights, and then poof. Not only that, but Kevin had exclaimed his excitement about the power of teleportation watches. So what he's realizing is, the stuff that's in his ET folder, they aren't just notes he's been documenting through his nightmares and dreams and suspicions about Kevin and ETs. Now, since he had seen ETs in real life, and he had seen Kevin enact these evil things, he had, there's some, there's some truth to it. Marty's not the brightest, is he? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, you're right, he's not very bright. He's just now realizing. Well, Jordan, he just barely, it was just the other day he saw an ET for reals. Until then, it was speculation. Just dreams. <laughs> Jordy, talk to me. What? <laughs> Jordy, okay, pr pretend you're Marty. You have dreams for, what did it say, months? About Kevin. And you already, you already dislike Kevin and think something's up with him. But you're having dreams about ETs, but you've never seen one. But you talk about it all the time. But people like Jason are like, they're not real. But now you've seen them. You, you know they're real. You've seen them. They killed your babysitters. Okay. It's the it's the teleportation watch detail that's throwing me off. Okay, well let's let's read it. Maybe it makes more sense. Let's read. It. Let's see. That that he is just now making that connection. You'd think that in that moment of the teleportation watch, he'd be like, "Oh, yeah." But I think I think he was kind of worried because he was getting chased around by ETs, and then no, you're right. But also, could it be that young McKay didn't have this planned yet? Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Chapter 2 is written from Young McKay. This is me tying things into it now the best I can. Okay, okay. So you're right. It could have been cool like, wait, those watches are familiar. You know what I mean? Right. That could have been some better I, I think it's the sprinkling in. The disconnect for me is that we, the, we the reader, were yeah. not privy to the fact that he has been keeping dream journals. That's like, true. It would have been nice in like a previous chapter for him to like wake up after a nightmare and be like, "Oh, I better write this down." That is true. That is that would make for a much more cohesive, understandable story. Yeah. Or like it could have been mentioned when Marty's first introduced and he's ranting on about the ETs and how they're coming to get him. Yeah, like I had a dream about it. Like him, him saying that to Jason. I guess I never twenty. What retrospect twenty twenty? Yeah, I guess I just. I didn't no, know you're... that he was... Those are good. Okay. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. No. Those those are good points. Um, I, Not to make excuses. I chose to leave the first two and one quarter chapter how they were, but just with the names changed, um, and then go from there. No, that makes but sense. to make a better story... Like, if I were to touch on this later, we could definitely make it mesh better. Yeah. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. Marty had dreamt about these watches and their powers many months ago, before he'd even seen one in action. It was no coincidence. The ETs, the watches, Kevin's evil plans, even how Marty and Kevin got those matching scars. Marty had dreamt about it all in the incident dream. Sadie was kidnapped? Well, obviously there was only one person who could do that, which meant that he was still alive. Even though Marty had seen him turn into dust, Somehow, Kevin was still living, and now he had gone and done the unforgivable. If there is a way to find Kevin and stop him, it was somewhere in that folder. 
elsewhere, in some unknown and eerie location. Sadie's eyes opened. She found herself in a wet, cave-like room. There were various stalactites hanging and dripping onto glowing green plants. Sadie, I have news for you. You're in a cave. What do you mean cave-like room? Well, maybe it's not a cave. <laughs> You're such a jerk. I think it's a cave. Don't take it out on her. Take it out on me. I wrote the dang thing. <laughs> she woke up in the ground. There were trees everywhere in this forest-like room. <laughs> but caves don't typically have plant life. They can. Mm. Okay, well, let's hear the rest of the description. There was an eggy smell in the air that made her nose scrunch up. Then she heard footsteps. Sadie stood up and tried to hide, but found that she had been chained with pitch black colored chains. Red symbols glowed down the length of the chains. She'd never seen such bizarre symbols anywhere. Or had she? The footsteps approached where she was being held, and then she remembered Marty's ET folder. These symbols were drawn in there. Has everyone heard of this folder except for us? <laughs> oh my god, Jordan! Yes! Up until chapter three, yes, they have. Okay, okay. Maybe not Jason. Maybe Jason just knows Marty can't shut up about it. But Marty and his best friend, His Sadie. super, super close best friend, tight as ever, <sighs> friend Sadie. This is before smartphones and... You, this is when you're 12 and you don't have... Just the smartphone. Yo, where are you at, girl? You know what I mean? No, but I'm like, also... Like, he shows up to school, and she's not there. Ah, oh, whatever. But I remember there being a line in chapter one where, like, he had sent something to her, and, like, she just said something completely unrelated. Like, she wasn't even listening to him. No, what? She... No, you're misremembering. <laughs> she... He said something, and then before she could respond, the bell rang, and she's like, oh, drats, I can't even play at recess. Let's go inside. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm still, I'm tying down to this theory that they're not friends. Okay, fine. Marty's ET folder. These symbols were drawn in there. Which means the person who has me prisoner is... Marty. Shut the... <laughs> you jerk. Jeez. But I like the idea of she's like it's trying not... to figure it out and she's like, must be Marty. I never, I never, I never thought it could be construed like that, but... Uh, <laughs> That's funny. <gasps> Hello, my dear. A raspy, suave voice whispered into her cave-like cell. There's that word for you, cave-like. <laughs> Just say it's a cave! Sadie gasped as the figure walked forward into the light. She knew who it was, but now they looked different. Changed. I believe you and I need to have a little chat. Kevin hissed. There's much to discuss. Especially since you've missed most of class. I haven't seen you since the start of the year. You're such a mess. <laughs> really? You're gonna you're gonna ruin the cliffhanger like that? End of chapter, ladies and everyone. End of chapter. That's the end of chapter three. And I thought it was cool and you ruined it. That was really good. I'm excited. I like how she's putting it together like, wait, those symbols, those are like what Marty had, which means Hello, my dear. It's very good. End of chapter three. Hope you liked it. It was really good. Let's subscribe to the social... No, I'm just kidding. What? Do you want... Oh, it was really good. Do you want to talk oh, about okay. theories? Yeah, let's talk. Okay. So, obviously, I think... I'm a little caught off guard because this is 
mostly Kurt McKay's writing. Oh, so and it's been the most criticized. Uh, so you're feeling a little sensitive. I'm, I'm feeling a little. Yeah, I'm feeling a little sensitive. Um, as as silly and juvenile as this writing is, I I had a lot of fun. I, there's a lot of pride in it. I'm I'm not no, saying no, no, it's no, bad. I know. I know. Yeah. I'm just so if I get defensive on certain points, or especially ones that I feel are nitpicky. Um, that is why I'm getting a bit more vocal. But, uh, yeah, that is the end of chapter three. So Sadie's been kidnapped. It looks like Marty has a, has an idea who's done it and that he's still out there. And isn't it interesting? It looked like him, but changed. Yeah. I'm wondering, I, so my theory is that, um, cause he turned into quote unquote dust is what you've been told. Mm-hmm. I think he got touched and some, cause we keep giving references back to, uh, the like teleporting watches. And so I have this theory that like, um, cause when, when we've been told like teleporting watches happen, like they, they poof is what the word's been used. Okay. And so I think whatever he tried to do to kill Marty, like somehow got mixed with the teleportation watch. And so it got like, dust and then like kind of like changed him in the <laughs> teleportation huh so i think there's some sort of mishap there and maybe that's why uh, that reminds me of changed. fringe which makes me very like it makes me think maybe you're subconsciously remembering fringe when we watched it together and that makes me happy oh good yeah no that's probably not, not I, saying you're pulling from that but like the idea of you subconsciously referencing fringe makes me smile oh you're welcome honey <laughs> Um, uh, that's a cool theory. Um, I hope you won't be disappointed with what it ends up being. I'm not confirming or denying, mm. but, uh, yeah, something's definitely, something's wrong with Kevin. Isn't that a movie? Yeah, that is a so- movie. Something I miss about Kevin. Isn't that a, isn't that a famous movie? Yeah. <laughs> something's really weird about Kevin. Um, wh- what do we feel about everything else that, I mean, it, not a whole lot happened this chapter. We we had quite a lot of... I mean, you had quite a lot to bust my chops on. <laughs> well, um, but, no, but I mean, it's still plenty of theories and come from all the lore mm-hmm. we're getting. Um, so it's interesting that uh, she has seen these symbols in the folder, which means he has seen what is currently happening in those dreams already. Um, and so he is correct in assuming that he can find out where she is through the folder. Or at least use it as some sort of... Like, it's as good as lead as any. Right. You know what I mean? Well, and I guess I'm surprised that he's not jumping to the conclusion that, like, he could find the answer by going to sleep and, like, dream, trying to make uh-huh. himself dream or make himself see the future. Yeah, that could have, that could be cool. Um, so, I, I maybe his powers don't work like that. Um, and more, it's more of maybe a danger sense, or I don't know. And I think it's more of, he doesn't, I don't know if he recognizes these are powers. I don't, I don't know if he comprehends maybe there's like he understands like okay these dreams aren't just dreams but he i guess he maybe he doesn't realize you know the significance like i don't know right and so, um and i want to make a new segment Ooh, a new segment okay it's called uh the hail mary theory of the week where Ooh. I just make a wild conjecture that you know maybe will come true because things get crazy. Okay, I should cover. I should cover my mouth because I have a terrible poker face. Okay. Um, so here it is. Hail Mary theory. Thank you. Better remember that for next week. Uh, Marty is an ET. <laughs> um, so. Whoa. 
So here's here's my evidence. Like and fully T or what? I think both Marty and Kevin are some have some E T in them. <laughs> I think ETs are the There's ma- an ET in all of us. <laughs> ET in all of us. Um so <laughs> I think ETs are the uh magical beings in this universe. I and I think that is what's giving uh Kevin and Marty these powers. And my theory is like Kevin has become like kind of an ascended ET and has mm gotten more powerful than the other ETs. That's why he has these connections. And uh, Marty has somehow gotten uh, some ET powers and maybe he doesn't realize it yet and he needs to tap into them. Um, So I I think that's going to be explored later on. Do you think it has anything to do with Inner Demon of Pan? You know, I totally forgot Peter Pan was a part (laughs) of the story and there was a fairy, if I'm being honest. Oh, no. (laughs) But... All right, well, Hail Mary Theory might be dashed knowing the fact that there's a fairy in this world. Uh, but sticking to it, let's see what happens. Yeah, we'll stick. That's very... Given a lot of food for thought. Uh, send me your crazy theories and uh, facts to back up my own. Uh, on Twitter, read at readwritepod.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook, reading my writings. Uh, and we have a website, readwritepod.com. You can also send us an email at readwritepod at gmail.com if you have any... Uh, comments and we do appreciate those uh reviews on apple itunes podcast kind of area uh those help out a ton to get us uh viewed and uh get this out there um and we uh, also welcome any new listeners they've been seeing uh, a little bit of an uptick so uh welcome yeah, thank you yeah thank you so much welcome um stick around um it's gonna be a. it's it's gonna be the like the the suspense and the the build-up of the week by week it's gonna have you on the edge of your seat it's it's gonna be like a the series finale of Game of Thrones type what? of proportion. No, no, don't say that because the series finale of Game of Thrones was huh. famously awful. Well, I mean in in terms of the hype, the hype, okay. and the amount. Oh, like okay. Of, the amount of people tuning in. No, that makes sense. It's it's just a hope. Right, right. Anyway, it's probably a longer episode. Sorry, not no, sorry. No, I'm sure you love it. But uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. My name is McKay Nielsen. I'm Jordan Hansen. Be happy and stay creative. Bye. Bye.